Welcome in to another episode of the Fantasy Monsters. Today, your host is Caleb. Hanging with you guys again. Going to bring you some news. We got some streamers and some sleepers that we want to discuss just for this weekend, as uh, some of you guys might be needing some pieces to fill out that roster. Got them for you. Um, But real quick, let's go ahead and uh, jump in with some monster news this week. Uh things that have changed since the last time we spoke here on Tuesday looks like Adrian Peterson is signing with the good old Seahawks I mean that basically to me is you know almost kind of irrelevant I mean he's not been overly uh great so far this season he has seen some decent attempts um and one game against Houston he had a really good you know 4.4 rushing um per attempt but uh other than that it's not been overly exciting. He is getting up there in age, but I think this is more concerning about what I think Pete Carroll on this offense thinks of the running backs and the fact that they have, I think <laughs> last time I looked at their depth chart, let's pull it up here real quick. Cause I, I remember looking at it and was just like, seriously guys, where are you? Where are you? There you are. All right. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They got eight running backs on their team. I mean, there's a couple other, like San Francisco has a high. It looks like the Rams are pretty high. Um, you know, so there's some other teams out there that got some, got some high, uh, high amounts of running backs. But I just, I think it's more concerning. I know Alex Collins is nursing an injury. I know Rashad Penny, who's been extremely disappointing since he's entered the league, um, is nursing some injuries. Obviously, Chris Carson out on injured reserve with a neck injury. So we'll see if... Uh, Adrian Peterson sees the field, but just note that um, this offense has been pretty lackluster. So I think they're just looking for any sort of spark. And if Adrian Peterson happens to be that spark, watch out. He'll get a lot of touches right now. More of a sit and let's see what happens. Um, This is also is not major news, but I thought it was interesting. and wanted to chat about it, Um, but it looks like Andrew Barry came out as there's been uh, discussions about Baker Mayfield long-term here in Cleveland. Shouldn't say here in Cleveland. I don't live in Cleveland. But in Cleveland in general, uh, he's saying he's his quarterback. He's able to win games even when he's, you know, healthy. He's healthy enough to win games is, I guess, basically what he said. Look, I mean, you know, Baker, Baker's hit and miss, man. I was a big Baker guy coming out um, when he was coming out of Oklahoma. Uh, I liked that he went to a team that was rebuilding. I won seven. Kevin Stefanski got there. I thought this offense was really going to change, which it did with Nick Chubb being able to be the workhorse running back. But that's basically put Baker in more of a game manager type role um, than people thought he was really going to be, which was this elite quarterback. So I'm looking at his just his games this year. He doesn't even have a fantasy finish over 20 points this year. I mean, <laughs> you look at his touchdowns and interceptions. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, six interceptions to two, three, five, seven, nine, ten, eleven. So eleven to I mean, eleven touchdowns on the season is just what is going on? <laughs> I mean, is basically it. I mean, he hasn't, he's thrown for over 300 yards twice. I mean, 
I I do apologize. He did have one uh, twenty point week uh, against the Chargers of all teams. Other than that, he's barely hitting fifteen if he's hitting fifteen at all. So fantasy wise, Baker's completely irrelevant. I think this is more interesting football wise as I think he does kind of fit the offense and when needed, he can make some plays, but I see him missing wide open targets more than I see him hitting wide open targets. But I don't know what this is going to look like long-term for Cleveland, but if I was a big, big Cleveland fan, which I'm not, I was a Baker fan, which I've quickly changed off of. Um, I might be looking somewhere else. I don't know what that would look like. I know this draft coming up has no good quarterbacks coming in. Um, you know, I know there's been talk of like Matt Corral out of Ole Miss, um, you know, just some other people, you know, coming in that could make maybe a play for, for a first round quarterback. There's always going to be first round quarterbacks. I'm not a big Matt Corral fan, um, even coming out of Long Beach Poly. Um, but we'll just kind of have to wait and see. He does have a cannon arm, but so, I mean, I think Baker has a cannon arm too. He's just completely inaccurate. So we'll see what that's going to look like for Cleveland moving forward. But if I was a Cleveland fan, I would definitely be disappointed with the season that Baker's been putting out. All right. Now we're going to talk about some streamers and some sleepers for this coming week. If you're really needing some positions to fill out that roster, I've got your back. A couple quarterbacks I want to just discuss real fast. Uh, I think we're kind of sleeping on Taysom Hill this week, man. Taysom Hill, when he comes in, I know it's not a great matchup against Dallas, but keep in mind when he's been playing, like he's not been irrelevant. Like he's definitely had some very relevant games when he started and led this offense. The thing that I love about Taysom Hill is not only the fact that you can get those passing attempts, but you're going to get the rushing. I mean, there's games where he didn't throw for a touchdown, but he ran for two. So you're going to be able to get kind of the best of both worlds you know, kind of like Jalen Hurts has been doing all season. Um, I'm not saying he is Jalen Hurts, but I'm saying he might not be as bad as Jalen Hurts at times. So there's definitely the opportunity. Even against Dallas, he's only 32% owned as of today, guys. So even as of Thursday, he's playing tonight against Dallas. If you have Aaron Rodgers on that bench, you know, because he's on by or maybe even Ryan Ryan Tannehill, if you haven't dropped him for some unknown reason um, and you need to fill that spot, I think Taysom Hill will be a pretty valuable option. Um, At least moving forward, this team needs a spark. All right. So maybe this is going to be it. Um, On top of that, Tyler Haneke, 35% rostered. Great matchup against Vegas. He's been going up and down kind of all all season long. Um, Definitely having just as many bad games as he had good games. But the thing that I like about Tyler Haneke is the fact that Tyler, I always say Tyler guys, Taylor Haneke, um, the thing that I love about this kid is the fact that he's always coming in the huddle thinking he's going to be able to win. You know, I've hear I've hearing great things from, you know, different players as he does have issues, you know, sometimes where he's just not looking as sharp as he could be. But I think he just has a confidence level about him where he thinks he can still at least win and win each week. So even following last week's terrible game, he only had 11 points. Um, he did play pretty good against Carolina, which also has a solid defense. Um, but this week against Vegas, I mean, they gave up the seventh most points to quarterbacks. So I think Tyler Henneke could definitely have a decent week. Again, if you need to find somebody that's, you know, just to stream this week, if you're a stream player or if you're just needing to fill a spot um, due to bye weeks and or injuries, uh, look at one of these two guys at quarterback. 
All right, running backs. All right, I got two for you here that I really, really like this week. All right, one, Boston Scott, okay? Boston Scott for Phillies playing the Jets, which gives up the most points to running backs of everyone in the league. 41% roster, guys. He's not even on half of people's rosters right now. I looked at my leagues. He's out on the waiver wire. I'm completely shocked. Unfortunately, I like my running back core. I don't really need to make a change at this time. But if you're looking for a spot, if you need to just fill it real quick at the running back position, there's been so many injuries and so many changes. Boston Scott will lead this running back group against a team that is atrocious against the running backs, which is also keep in mind why I thought Jalen Hurts would be a good fantasy uh, monster this week um, just because of his rushing ability as well. But Boston Scott will be able to dominate on the ground. I also keep in mind, it's weird. Same game though. I've got Tevin Coleman. All right. This is basically going to be volume, volume, volume. They got nothing else going up there and, and uh, for the Jets. So yes, the Jets do give up a lot of points on the ground, but you know what? Philly does too. They give up the seventh most, or I apologize, the ninth most. Tevin Coleman's only 20% rostered. I guarantee you he's out there somewhere. That 20% is probably dynasty leaks. I mean, keep in mind that no one's had a jet running back besides Michael Carter since Michael Carter's gone down. People thought Ty Johnson was going to take over. He didn't. Tevin Coleman's been the guy, and he's been efficient when, when on the field. He's not a terrible running back. Uh, keep in mind, I mean, when he was in San Francisco, he wasn't that bad. Even when he was in Atlanta, he wasn't that bad. He was just never getting the amount of touches that I think he needs to be relevant. Last week against Houston, he got 16 attempts for 67 yards. He ended up getting two out of his three targets, uh, uh, two receptions out of his three targets. Not for a lot, but he also can catch the ball really well. That's what he basically did in Atlanta. So I do think that Tevin Coleman, if they game, skip, uh, game script correctly, Tevin Coleman could be a beast this week. All right, wide receivers. I've got one that I've been looking at this week. It has been a little bit more difficult at this position. Um, most people do have a lot of wide receiver depth, um, myself included. I always draft and pick up more wide receivers than many other positions. Um, but one that I've been thinking, you know, coming off a pretty solid week last week that I still want to at least discuss was Deshaun Jackson. Uh, when he went to the Raiders, I think it was a really, really solid fit. Um, keep in mind, he's playing Washington this week. They gave up the fourth most um, points to the slot receiver position. Guys, he's 12% owned. He's not owned in most leagues. He doesn't get a ton of targets, but what he does do is get downfield and score touchdowns. So I do think if you're looking for something in a pinch, um, I think Deshaun Jackson might be a great flyer, someone that we're kind of sleeping on this week um, against this Washington team that's just not been able to really do much against the, the receiving game. So now would be a great time to grab him just in case he does go off again this week. He will be one of the most targeted players the next week. All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up with tight ends. Um, tight ends are always difficult because it's basically touchdown or bust for most of these guys. But you know what? I feel like if you can at least get 10 points out of a tight end, that's a good week. So this week I want to take my shot um, with Ty Conklin. He's 31% owned. He's playing Detroit 19th most to the, t uh, to the tight end position. It's not a bad matchup, not a great matchup, but you know what? I really think that uh, this defense for Detroit is a little sneakier than most people give it credit for being such an, uh, like a, you know, they're undefeated, not undefeated. They've not won a game. 
wow, that would have, that's a completely different conversation. Um, but they've not won a game this year, but they've, they've made things close. And so I think what's going to end up happening is uh, they're going to need to utilize this tight end position a little bit more around the red zone. He has seen some pretty decent amount of targets throughout the season, not so much the past few weeks, but I do think that that's going to change this week. And again, if he just gets in the end zone, you're guaranteed basically 10 points for that week. So if you're looking for a tight end to stream this week, I'm definitely going to take my shot with Ty Conklin. All right, guys. So that is going to be it for our sleepers and streamers for this week. Don't forget that you can reach out to the fantasy monsters or the fantasy monsters podcast, depending on your social media pages. You can outreach us with questions, different concerns, you know, looking for, uh, you know, just advice as far as dynasty leagues go, your redraft leagues. Um, we've done it all. So uh, super flexes, those are going to be fun in the near future as well. If you haven't done one, um, send us questions. Uh, we, we'll get back to you as soon as we can, usually within the hour or two. Um, also check out our website at thefantasymonsters.com. You can see all of our uh, different t-shirts and things that we've got um, out there for you guys. Uh, lots of cool stuff that we've been able to design and get out. So get it while you can. Also want to mention again, our partnership with Generate Health. So St. Louis is home to some of the best medical care in the country. But however, too many babies in the St. Louis region are dying or born too small or way too early. In fact, we have black babies that are three times more likely to die before even their first birthday. Guys, I've got a two-year-old uh, daughter. I can't imagine anything that could possibly happen to her, not only now, but even before her first birthday. Um, also, keep in mind that black women are three to four times more likely to die around pregnancy than even white women. Again, I mean, just how scary could that be for a family? Just devastating. So Generate Health is a one-of-a-kind um, one non-for-profit in the St. Louis region, working to eliminate these disparities by mobilizing this region to advance racial equity for moms, babies, and families. So us as the Fantasy Monsters, we are proud to be able to partner with this amazing organization to raise awareness of this important community issue that affects us all. So please, if you have any questions, you can reach out to us. You can also go to Generate Health's website at www.generatehealth.stl or generatehealthstl.org. I apologize. So www.generatehealthstl.org. Um, you can also find them on our website where they'll be able to do a click over to their website as well. Um, but yes, if you have not been able to look at Generate Health, um, please go look at them. Please reach out to them if you have questions. And if you even feel led um, to donate to them, you can definitely donate. You can put it under the Fantasy Monsters if you would like, or you can actually put it underneath your name. It doesn't matter. Um, but this is an amazing organization, guys. We want to continue to give them shout outs for the amazing work that they do in St. Louis. But guys, thank you again for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Monsters. We'll catch you next time for our DFS picks. Creeping in the dark